Lord had laid this scripture on her heart, and I, there again, I told you what we preached on this morning. It seemed like the Lord had had on the heart for weeks. It's times like that, and it seemed like you'll ponder on something for a month sometimes, and the Lord will preach you on it. And then sometimes, like last Sunday morning, I come in, and God burdened my heart about as quick as we got in the church door and had to preach on some things I'd never even thought on that week. But uh, but we thought a little bit on some of these over in the book of Judges for for, for a little while here. It had Samson on her heart. And uh, seemed like the Lord uh, brought it brought it to us today to, to maybe try to read tonight, and, and uh, maybe we'll just say just a few words. But I want this to hopefully be a be a strength and a help to us over in the Book of Judges in the sixteenth chapter. And I know we're all pretty probably pretty familiar with Samson. I'd say if most of us is in here, and we we know a lot of the stories and the things about. Samson in the Bible is one of the judges uh, that had been set up here in this day. And, you know, if you read about Samson, he was what was called a Nazarite. And he was consecrated, set aside for the work of the Lord. And you think about that in Samson's life. He was, he was an example. He was a judge for the people of God in that day. He went out and he done great works in the name of the Lord. And, and, and did great honorable things. But... Uh, Samson was a man just like anybody else. Yeah. He may have been consecrated. He may have, he may, his head may never have been shaven. He may not have been one that took of wine and done these things. But I'm going to tell you, Samson had faults. Yeah. And Samson had things in his life that hindered him in his walk. And that's what was on my heart tonight as Christians. And as we sit in the house of God, uh, we may be born again sitting here tonight, may be consecrated for the use of God, may be set aside for His work sitting here in the house of God. But I don't want you to think you're exempt from anything coming in to hinder you, to hurt you, or to keep you from your walk with the Lord. But I know this is familiar, and I'm just going to read maybe just a little bit here in the 16th chapter of, of Judges. But it says, Then went Samson to Gaza, and saw there an harlot, and went in unto her, and it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson is come hither, and they compassed him in and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all night, all the night, saying, In the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him. And Samson lay till midnight, and arose at midnight, and took the doors of the gates of the city, and the two posts, and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders and carried them up to the top of the hill that is before Hebron. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came, upon, came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him, and see wherein his great strength lies. And by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will give thee every one of us eleven hundred pieces of silver. And I'll stop right there for just a, just a little bit. I thought about this here, and this this this, this woman from Solrek. And if you if you look up just that that word where she was from down there, that word just means empty and a fruitless tree. That's what that means. And that woman there, and the Bible said that, that Samson loved that woman from down there at Soul Red. And, and, and here we go, Judy, we can watch his life. And, and I mean, we just here see in just a few verses before that where this man took the gates of the city and the posts 
carried them out of there, Daniel, on his shoulders and set them upon the hill. We can read back through here where he, he slays thousands uh, with the jawbone of an ass. We can read of this man and his great strength and his great accomplishment. So there's no doubt, because when you read about those things, there's no doubt that he was a man of God, that he was a man that, that was used of God, because when you read those things, you'll hear where it says, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. And the Lord was using him and he was walking and, and doing things. And the whole time he had something in his life that was a hindrance. And we see down where he just kept... A, a, he, he married a woman of Philistines one time. He's down here in the house with a harlot. Here the next. And the next thing you know that he finds and he falls in love with a woman of Sorek down there. An old empty place, man. A place down there uh, that's described as, as, as that word is as a fruitless tree. There was nothing in Sorek. There was nothing down there that Samson needed to be even having his eyes on. There was nothing down there in Sorak that he needed to be putting his hands on. But yet Samson kept going back to places he should never be. Samson kept looking at things he should never be looking at. Samson kept handling things he should never be handling. And with the power of God that was once upon his life, it was in jeopardy at this moment because he was a handling and a looking and a doing things he shouldn't have been doing. Amen. I'm angry for sure. Man, God had his hand on my hand. A man with as much power as I know that's ever been recorded in the Word of God. To overcome and to do against the enemy things that couldn't never be done before. He fell in love with a woman in a place he shouldn't have never been in. And here him enemies come, Isaac, and they says, Delilah, we want you to go down there. He loves you. He loves you, Delilah. We want you to entice him. Yeah. Seduce. Mm-hmm. We want you to entice him. We want you to break him down and we want to find out where his strength lies. Oh, yeah. You know what this world wants to do if you call it ring? You say, I'm 73, almost, whatever. There, I'm, I'm only, that's what can bother me. I'm 60-something years old and I have what can get to me. He still does. I'm going to tell you what. There's a Delilah out there for every one of us. There's a Delilah out there for every one. There's somebody down there in Solrak that's just a way for you to lay, their, lay your head in their lap. I promise you that today. Here with Samson, you get to walk along and you say, well, I'm close to the Lord. I've got power with God. I'm going to tell you what Elijah did too. And the next thing you know, he's running from old Jezebel over there. Hey, don't you get your confidence in what you are and what you've done. Samson's been walking with the Lord and having the power of God upon his life. And the next thing you know, he's down there and he's with a woman in soul wreck. No empty place where there ain't nothing down there. Fruitlessness, Daniel. Fruitless tree. Nothing down there of any benefit. And that old gal, they succumbed to her and you know what they said to him? I said, you entice him. You seduce this man and you find out what his secret is. They step out there in this world. We're going to try to entice you. We're going to try to entice you and you and you and me. We better be careful (laughs) we get our eyes on Barbara. You ain't exempt from it, Bobby. I ain't exempt from it. 
We don't get too old. There may not be a woman you lay your head in the lap of. There's something out here in this world that can draw you away. Yeah. There's something out here in the world that enticed you, Larry. Here was a man that judged Israel. A man that was useful in the place that God put him. A man that had abilities beyond what many other men in his day could have ever even know. Yeah, he spent time down in a place where he shouldn't have never been. He kept toying around, playing around, and laying his head down where he shouldn't have never laid it. Amen. You know what she kept doing? Every day, her words. Until he was ready to die. Oh, she was hard on him. She just played around every day. Tell me, tell me, tell me where life's going to strength. Yeah. When something starts trying to draw you away from God, when something starts trying to get down on the inner parts of you to where your strength comes from, and it starts trying to bring a separation, and you know, Samson knows he shouldn't be there. Why did he kill her at the very first? Why did he just go ahead and lie up? My strength is in the hairs of my head. God has blessed me through the strength because he knew he couldn't trust her. He knew he couldn't trust her. He'd already been betrayed before. He'd had a wife betray him. He'd been betrayed before by the same type of woman that he was laying his head to laugh of. I'm going to tell you what they and one of us in here ain't never been betrayed by sin. And ain't never been betrayed by this old flesh. Every one of us in here has faced the consequences of sin in our life. And for laying our heads down in the lap of Delilah before. We ever one know what them consequences is. But Samson kept playing with fire. He kept just going back and going back. You laying his head down there. I'm saying this tonight to warn us, church. We better be careful where we lay our head down. There was more work Samson could have got done. There was more enemies to be conquered by Samson. But yet he laid his head down in a lap where he shouldn't have been. God's been a blessing the church. God's been a growing the church. God's been a working in this church. God's been a dealing with hearts. God's been a moving. You want to know what? Don't you think the devil ain't laying in wait out there? Don't you think the devil ain't laying in wait out there? They've been before that. God woke him up at midnight and said, Get them gates on your shoulders. Get them posts on your shoulders. And you carried them out here. There was men laying in wait for him that night. And God helped him escape from them things. And then here he went and got himself right back down in a place where the old devil was hiding out on him again. Amen. Don't you think the devil ain't watching up where you were at and listen? Don't you think, Aubrey, that the devil ain't hiding out for you? You, Tammy, Hayden, he's hiding somewhere. He's waiting on us to keep our head laid down in the lap of this world for just a little while. And the next thing you know, we give up our secrets. She tried him a few different times, didn't she? He'd tell her this and he'd tell her that. He tried to tie his hair in the braids away, said, do these different things and all the stuff that he told her. And then the next thing, the police leads us upon me, the police leads us upon me. And he'd jump up and still had strength. Laid there too long one time. Her words just kept piercing his soul. Her enticements just kept getting to him. Finally, one day, 
Ich gehe wohl bis zurück zu uns. Ich stelle mich auf, wie ich sehe. Die Preacher, diese fairy tales und diese Dinge, you believe what you want and I believe what I know. Yes, sir. This is real accounts yes, it is. of humans, men that lived in the Word of God. Amen, Dean And you know why they lived and why they're like they're for example. For yes, me. That's what the Word of God says. I heard a, prayer, a friend of mine, Brother Michael Banks, said he preached in a church one time, went to read down the Old Testament, some old fellow stood up back there and said, that don't apply no more. Hmm. Well, I've got the news for you. It applies just as much today as it always has. Oh, yes. Word of God told us that. It's examples. And besides that, if it don't apply to the New Testament, tell me why Stephen preached it. That's right. <laughs> hey, they men over in the, in the New Testament preached the Old Testament, didn't they? They preached what the prophets had told. Why is Isaiah quoted in the New Testament if it don't apply? That's right. <sighs> why, why did that old, I, I, I don't know why I'm getting on that, but it did, Cyrus, so I'm going to hit it. That old Ethiopian eunuch was reading the Old Testament, wasn't he, when God went to convict in his heart? Yes, the Lord was sent Philip by his way to explain him things to him in the Spirit of God and the fire. And he got saved. Don't tell me the Old Testament don't apply. I can show you Jesus from the beginning all the way to the end. Samson had power on his life at one time. And Delilah just kept on and kept on and kept on. Shave his head. Let me tell you what happened to you other times to God. I thought about this so many times. Jay, all them other times. The Philistines is upon me, Samson. And he'd raise and shake himself. Shake himself, yeah. He'd go right into battle like he always had. Right. And one day. Was gotten from him. Yeah. Samson, the Philistines, is upon me. And he stood and shook himself as times before. And he wist not, the Bible said, that the Spirit of God had left him. We've, we've come down to church a lot of times and we've played church and played church and played church. And God's blessed us and God's helped us. We're going to keep ourselves laid down in the lilacs like so long. But one of these days we're going to rise up and try to shake ourselves and think we're just going to go right back like we always did. Yeah. We're not. That the Spirit of God doesn't lift you. The fire ain't with you anymore. Right. You know what they done to him? I think they took him and they plucked his eyes out of his head. Sure and they made sport out of him. Yeah, they put him down there in the grinding house. <coughs> He went to grind and served him. I don't want every one of us in here to ever think that we're above getting overcome by this world. Nary one of us. Oh, we know it, Daniel. Our eyes plucked out. And here we are serving the world. Where was he getting, Dan? No worse. Round and round. In the same place. Beast was supposed to do. That's exactly what it was. Well, one day they said, said we're going to bring him out here and we're going to make sport with him. Yeah. 
Do you know what happened while Samson was down there grinding? I think about when I think about this, I think about the prodigal son, man, a lot of times. Yeah. He's down there in that old hog block. Do you know what? He lost everything he had. Mm-hmm. He may have been down there eating with the swine, but you know what he had? A memory yeah. of the father's house. Yes, boy. <laughs> and the Lord brought that back to his mind. You know what happened to old Samson while he was down there grinding? While he was blind as a bat and couldn't see one thing? Going circles and circles and circles. You know what the Bible said, Daniel? His hair began to grow again. I'm going to tell you something. Go say, go say. God ain't never lost nothing. God didn't lose Samson right here this day. No, Samson drawn him and let himself get drawn away by the own lust of his own yes, heart. Right. Samson got himself down there where he was at. That prodigal son got himself down there where he was at. God didn't throw him in the hog lot. No. God didn't throw Samson in the hands of these people. No, he didn't. God had told him he needed to be sanctified. He needed to be uh, uh, brought out from among them things. But yet he kept laying himself down there himself in them places. His hair began to grow again. Yes, they yes, took him down there to make sport of him. Yeah. Had to really thought, I guess it was funny, had a little light land. Yeah. A leading him down there. He got down there, Jay. He said, one more time, old. One more time. We may get ourselves down there in that place just like Samson did. Right. I'm urging you here tonight not to get there. God's urging me not to get there. God's warning us if you've been laying your head down where you ought not been laying it down, if you've let sin creep into your life, you just keep playing with it. Yeah. Awaken oh, just had just a couple of things buried in his tent, but it's enough to hinder the armies of God. Oh, and a knife and saffron just kept back a part of it, but it's enough to cost them the right.
just get me to where I can get a hold of them yeah. pillars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what. There may be some things in our life that's either less than our walk with God, that's but just right. pray to let you get hold of the Word and the Spirit one more time. Amen. And you know what he done? He bowed himself. Yes, he did. It was and the Word of God says that he killed more, he slew more in his yes. death than he had ever done in his life. Yes. The devil likes to bring us to a place in our life, Isaac, to where God's done with you and you'll never be used again. Mm-hmm. You just pray that harvest is growing back this little bit. You get your hands on them middle pillars. Bow yourself. Mm-hmm. And just watch what God can do in the latter part of your life versus what He did in the beginning. Amen. And I'm just telling you, and, and, and I want you to understand this, God did not leave Samson where He laid. He's, he's not going to tempt no man. That's the Word of God. He's not going to tempt no man. He's not going to cause no man to go down that road. He didn't cause David to stay out of the battle and get up on the rooftop and look at another man's wife. No, he did not. That was not God's intent. But you know what David did? He got himself in a bad place on his own accord. Following his own flesh. We get ourselves in some bad places, but I'm going to tell you what I'm so thankful for. Repent. I'm so thankful that I can still get hold of the middle fingers. I'm so thankful that there's a lad that'll lead me to where I need to go. Because I'm so blind. I've got so blind, blind in my life before that I couldn't see. He gets you to where you can get a hold of God one more time in your life. And you want me to know, you know what Satan did? He used that moment in his life to do more than he's ever done. God's offered us a second chance in this life. Do everything we can with it, Mark. Used to say, you know why God used Satan one more time? Because he wanted to be in control. That was his will. He was with the Lord. I'll die right here. You get my hands on them pillars, I'll die right here. <laughs> right. You've ever got away from the Lord? And I have. They mentioned that he's been to church. A month, a month, two months on in. They've been far away from God. I've been there and I'm ashamed to say it longer than that before. I may not have never got out and done nothing that disqualified me from preaching this word. Right. I may not have never got out and done anything, but I promise you, I've been where I've been walking contrary. Yeah. And God, and I've sat in a church dead as a hammer me too, for years. For years, Conley. That's the what brings the separation. I got out so far and the ends has heard me testify this and I had such a hardness built up in my heart towards people that I should have loved. And I lost my compassion, I lost my tears and I was a friend to nobody. Would you still say, yes, I was. Yes, I was. But you know what I wasn't doing? I wasn't feeling God in my life. 
I wasn't walking with him and I wasn't benefiting him. Right. I wasn't destroying the enemy like I should have been. Well, God brought me down to my knees and God allowed me to get a hold of them little fillers. God allowed my hair to get growing back and I got my compassion back. I got my tears back. People can laugh. They can make fun all they want to about that crazy preacher walking all over the front of churches and about crying and snotting and snorting all right. You make fun all you want to. I've lost this before. Yeah. I've been without this before. You make fun all you want. I want to keep it. That's right. I want to keep it. You know what? Samson didn't care what was going on around him. Hey, he was just thankful that God let him get a hold of the pillars. He's just thankful one more time. You know what I want to do in the latter part of my life that I may not have accomplished in a few years of my life? I want to bring down and I want to conquer more than I ever have before. Not in my strength, but realizing that that power that I've had in my life, it comes from Him. That's what Samson had to realize. Samson ate in himself. He got no doubt thinking, I'm a pretty bad dude. I'm pretty big. I've accomplished a whole lot in my life. And I've heard people try to speculate on what the size of Samson was. And you know about how much that matters? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it don't matter. No. He was a man. Mm -hmm. And God gave him his strength. Yeah. Whether he'd have been the size of Bolivia or the size of Dan or Daniel. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. The power that was on his life came from God. That was the benefit that he had in his life. It wasn't his size, whether it had been big or small. It was the power that was on his life. And you know who had to realize that the most? Samson did. He took it for granted many times before as he shook himself. But he still had God's power. That one time when he wished not that he left him. And he lost his eyesight. And he was down there working for the enemy. Not real to him. I won't tell his name, but he's a preacher friend. He's dead now. I don't know his name. A lot of somebody sitting here knows him. It's Ricky Robinson. I heard Ricky tell a story about years ago when he first started preaching. And how he looked down on certain people that had come around the church and didn't even want them to be in there. Didn't think they had no business in there. And he said, I, I thought myself to be on a different level than they were. That's in my words, but he was describing this to me. And he said, I will tell you something happened to me that night. He said, I found myself in the same place they were one day in my life. He said, God showed me, Ricky, you ain't no better than nobody. You'd be right down where they're at. Look at that out there. After Ricky's death, he preached a lot different than he did before then. He lived a lot different. We've got to be careful. God will bring us down. He let Samson get brought down. And we better be careful in our life. The way God's been using this church and the way God's been using each individual in this church. We. I don't stand up here as a dictator and a finger pointer. We better be careful when we lay our heads down. The next thing we know We'll be walking in blindness and serving the enemy. And not being useful for nothing. God wants us to prevent.
left this church. God wants a mother bearing children, man. That's what we're here for. Old Vashtile burned the Bible. Old King Hesterius called for. You know what? Y'all don't know what. Her job is just to look pretty and stay where she's at. I'm going to tell you something. God wants a bride that will listen to him. And when he wants to show her off, we better come. When God calls us, we better come. When God moves upon us, we better move. Because they come a day when the little Esther come in over there. That's the people needed. They needed. Her to go in on their behalf. Oh, yeah. We better be careful. We better keep favor with God. Lord, that's the reason Esther walked in. She's scared to death to go in. You know what? He's pleased to see her coming. Yes. We got lost people we're praying for, church. And I'm just going to tell you, we ought to be scared when we go in before him. We ought to be scared. There ought to be a fear on our life. Until we get in there before him and he reaches out that scepter. What can I do for you? We're his bride. We're not our own. We're his bride. We ought to be of his use. That's what God laid on my heart tonight. wants a people he can use. He wants to continually use saints and saints to himself out of the picture. And you better be careful. We'll take ourselves out of the picture. I'm thankful tonight. Love the Lord.